Hi, this is Sci-Fi Talk, the podcast on how sci-fi, fantasy, horror, and comics help us explore our humanity. Today, we have executive producer Deborah Pratt of Quantum Leap. She's in a very unique position. She worked as an executive producer on the original series and even did the voice of Ziggy in the classic and the new series as well. She is what you might call a Renaissance woman, in the sense that she is a creator, writer, director, producer, playwright, and novelist. She is a five-time Emmy Award nominee, a Golden Globe nominee, and was chosen for the top ten shortlist for the Academy Awards for her live-action short film, Girlfriends. As co-creator, executive producer, and head writer for the original groundbreaking television series, Quantum Leap, Pratt wrote 27 episodes and has produced over 100 hours of network programs. She directed the recent episode Family Style and is working on the Quantum Leap feature film. We'll chat in just a moment. Great to talk to you. Uh, I mean, boy, I mean, someone who's connected with the original series and now directing this. I loved Family Style. Uh, Thank you so much. The theme to me that obviously just jumps out at me and touches me so deeply was the theme of family. Talk about when you're directing this episode that you really want to emphasize that, although the writing is there, of course, but, but talk about that. Adritha did an amazing job. Um, but when I first read the script, I thought, this has all the heart, all the humor, all the fun of a true old school quantum leap. And I, so I recognized it. And when they said, come direct it for us, I was thrilled. And that's really what I wanted to bring in to the storytelling and to the visual storytelling. You know, the fact that it's about food and family, I think we all have those stories where we connect with food. And then the trouble with family, with letting your kids grow up, with respecting them at the same time, all those elements, I think, were on the page. And then we had a great cast um, who who came in and <laughs> Raymond was perfect. He's he's so charming. He's so talented. But I said, Raymond, I want you to have fun with this. And he really did. And everybody did. And and I directed it. You know, I'm a huge fan because I'm from Chicago, the bear and chef. So I said, oh, great. I get to do my foodie show. So I got to put in all those great, you know, fun shots. But I really sat with them and said, put your heart in this. You're, you know, you're an immigrant family. There's so many stories like this one out there. And I'm excited to have Quantum Leap represent so many people that come to this country for a new start and the challenges that they face and, and, and win. So as, as a former immigrant from Cuba, I'm very happy to hear that. And I, I totally related to the immigrant experience that they're going through. Um, and I hope people tweet and text, you know, as they watch the show. And I'm asking people to share your favorite food. Yes. Favorite dish or a favorite story with your family. Absolutely. You know, with the fact that, you know, Raymond and Caitlin have been working together a while, they've established a chemistry, obviously. Yes. Uh, as, as a director, do you kind of give them a little more leeway as a result of that? Oh, I mean, I have such respect for both of them as actors. And um, 
they they're excellent actors. They take brilliant direction because I'm part of the show, because I'm an executive producer of the show. We have a friendship as well. So we secondhand a little bit. We've talked about these characters from the very beginning. Again, I think that each of them have created something really unique. And, and I feel that my guidance from the original show, the lore, I jokingly say I'm the keeper of the lore, but I really love what Martin and Dean are doing with, you know, the expansion of that lore. And in answer to your question, I absolutely trust them. And if I need more, or I say, you know, OJ, hold it back for the close up, you know, things like that. We're we're on the same page. So yes, I talk to them, I guide them, I'm a director, um, but I also respect them and trust their instincts. Mm-hmm. And we got along great on the shoot. There was to me a very powerful moment where essentially uh, an Indian woman is leaning her head on the shoulder of an Asian man. Of course, she sees him as his, her daughter. But to me, that was really powerful. And oh, uh, thank you. Something we don't see. Um, talk about shooting that scene with both those actors, because that was to me, that was just an amazing moment. Uh, oh, thank you very much. I think so too. That was a culminating moment for me in the script, and it was really important to get it right. I said to her, um, I said, I want you to have a moment where you see something unique. You almost see Ben. And if you look at the look that she gives him right before he leaps, it's it tells the truth of the moment that, and this is something that I created in the original show that children under five and animals can see the true Ben. And there are moments like love where you can see the truth in a person. And that's the reality of who we are as people. You see the real person behind the image that we present to ourselves. Mm -hmm. And I thought she captured that moment. And when he said, I love you, mom, Uh. oh, it touched my heart. And I talked to her and we walked through the scene and it was so beautiful in the sense that she, I said, "You're, you're giving up your children and you're discovering What's your place in life? I kind of had an epiphany watching this show. My first reaction was, why do another quantum leap? The original is a classic and all that. You know, and Scott did a wonderful job. He did. And and then watching this one, it was like, well, you know, I think we need this quantum leap just as much as we needed the first one. Because I think we need a level of understanding between all of us that's not there right now. And uh, boy, that episode was just so heartwarming. And it felt like a vintage quantum leap to me. Thank and- you very much. I was going for that. <laughs> um, I think you nailed it, Tony. I think the reason that this show went off the air, who knows why they took it off the air, because there was nothing to put it on with. We were so unique. We were a unicorn out there. Um, but But the show was about hope. And right now, you're absolutely right in the sense that it's not in our zeitgeist right now. And this is a show that says somebody's coming to make your life better or to fix something that went wrong. 
And that hope in in every episode that we did on the old show, and I, I wish we had time for me to share the stories and the letters that we got for people who said, you know, I gave up hope on my child that was dying of cancer and I watched your show and she's 10 months out of remission and or into remission. And, and we're so grateful that you gave that back to us. I believe that this show came back because the world needed it to come back. And like you said, the ability to have conversations about subject matters has gotten so blocked. And what I, I pride myself in co-creating the show and saying, we don't tell you what to think. We give you both sides of a story and you figure out, but you listen, you listen. And I'm grateful that that, that element has come forward. And I hope that it inspires people to do exactly what you're saying, Tony, to, to talk about it. Yeah. I mean, the original show tackled some really cool subjects for the time. It's, it's gotta be, such an unusual situation that you get to not even just executive produce the original and voice Ziggy, but also be on camera with Scott in the original. And now you're quantum leap again, all these years later, have you kind of had time to reflect on the differences? And I guess technology is the biggest thing that's improved since then. Oh, definitely. Yeah, we have better graphic effects for sure. And we could never go to, I mean, I'm not saying never. We went to headquarters very rarely when Scott finally got to leap back for a moment, but then had to go save Al um, and the leap back. Um, yes, I absolutely reflect on it. You know, I was the voice of the show. I was the voice of Ziggy. Um, people have a visceral feeling when they connect my voice to the show that blows me away. I think that's why I get all the hugs that I get. And I think it's, again, I think it's it's a time travel show, but it's also a timeless show. And those stories resound in that way. The, the technology will be interesting to see. We shot on film. Um, that has its own longevity. I think that's why I Love Lucy still resounds. I think that's why so many... Um, original shows still live because it was shot in that medium. You know, nobody knows what's going to happen with video. It has a different quality. It breathes differently um, when, when you watch it back. But again, I think this cast um, has done a brilliant job in bringing a new um, perspective to the show. And I think the writer's room has done a true value in allowing us to tell these universal stories that people can relate to. Um, great directors, again, Martin and Dean, kudos to their courage, um, Brian and Steven, who, whose original concept um, the comeback was based on. It's got, it's got all the right stuff. And they have me. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah, you mentioned Martin Garrow and uh, a, a Stargate alumni, which is uh, and also blind spot. So he is a, a, a great person to have in that writer's room for sure. And uh, that's uh, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, you know, and it inspires you to go forward. I mean, I'm hoping that we do, you know, movies, uh, the Quantum Leap movie. I hope there's a ride on Universal Studios tour. Um, you know, I'm out at a convention right now in Las Vegas for gaming. Where's the quantum leap game is what I keep hearing from people. So, you know, 
I, I'm here um, creating my own games. I'm here. I have a graphic novel coming out this summer called Warrior One. We're going to do a video game of Warrior One. I've got a new book, um, MirrorsTheNovel.com. If you want to check it out, I think that that site is up. And um, it may be on DeborahMPratt.com where you can reach out to me if people, if you're, if your um, listeners want to uh, ask a question about quantum leap, you know, I can't answer them all, but I sure do try to. More with the versatile Deborah Pratt in a moment. Yeah. I mean, you had a very prolific career as a writer and director and producer. And uh, I, I think there's a couple of projects that are, you know, that are being worked on like fire Lake, the field, the life of life. So, I mean, you, and, and uh, also you directed Mirkwood. So, I mean, you're, you're a busy lady and you're also working on quantum leap. So it's amazing. <laughs> you know, I, I took a little time to be a mom. I have two great kids, Troy and Belisario. Your fans may know her from Pretty Little Liars. Yes. And she played Spencer and, um, and my son who is with Meta uh, as an engineer Wow. And so I was glad that I got to step back and take some time and and really be a mom and contribute to their lives. And you can't you can't miss out on that because that grows and they're gone. When the opportunity to go back to work came, I thought, oh, God, it's my turn again. I don't have to take care of anybody but me. It's brought just a flow of ideas and inspirations that. You know, the Vision Quest is is an exciting story, um, series of books that take place in the not too distant future, but it's not a utopian future yet. Mm. It's characters of what kind of world we could create if we unified. And it asks and explores a number of questions. So like Quantum Leap, it's unique, maybe a little bit ahead of its time, but it opens the conversation of you know, genetics and um, artificial intelligence and uh, the opportunity for us to start thinking now. You look at what's happening with artificial intelligence and writing and artwork and all these new doors that are opening up. Well, where, where are the laws? Where are the things that we judicially need to think of to protect ourselves as human beings? In, in the vision quest, it's Earth in the not-too-distant future after the great quakes of 29. Now, I wrote this a number of years ago, and these quakes are making me think maybe I saw something more than I should have. We put our genetics. We unify as a planet after them. Uh, Atlantis rises. It's now called Atlantia. And we put our genetics into animals, and they become an alternate species, several good, several bad. We put our genetics into machines, and they become sentient. And the goal of the journey is the um, the creatures that are part creature, part human, they remember the powers that we've forgotten and they start to teach them back to us. The, the um, biodroids, which are the biologically based robots, they become sentient and decide these people need to be gone. So before they build their army, we have to unify and find our powers. So it's a great adventure story in a possible tomorrow and I want people to start thinking of that. And I'm hoping that an integration into the gaming world uh, will, again, create that. You can be anywhere in the world and you can be online with somebody and on an adventure with somebody. 
And that's what I hope we we get to do with this. And Quantum Leap is really a, a gateway into storytelling, into questioning our humanity, and into telling a great story. Mm-hmm. Well, you're playing my song. I'll tell you, that's what I love. So Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, that's what, what part of the purpose of this podcast is to explore what it means to be human and the impact of AI and climate and everything has on us. And uh, how are we going to get better at what we do? How are we going to get better? You know, it's like we're, we're kind of doing a mediocre job right now. So I think we can all be better. As far as directing, has that gotten easier as a woman, especially a woman of color, too, as to what it used to be? I mean, it, again, Quantum Leap broke ground by having you do those. Uh, yeah. Um, you know, I I was told very early on, you know, as a black woman, you're not going to get this show. Let us, you know, help you uh, give kudos to Don Belisario, who says, let me carry this forward and let me teach you how to be an executive producer. And I got to play in that playground. Has it changed? Um I can only name one woman who's ever directed a hundred million dollar film. Well, two if you if you um if you count uh the infinites. Yeah, but that's it. It's mm-hmm. on one hand. And so the opportunity for women to tell their stories, for women of color, um, or people of color to tell these stories, I think we have to be trusted more. It's way too easy to say to a young white male, here, I'm going to give you $100 million, $200 million to do this story. And if they mess it up, they'll say, oh, well, here, I'll give you another one. And it still doesn't happen that women get that opportunity. And if they get it and it doesn't go well, they get it again. And those things have to change. And a, a lot of that is happening with women stepping into studio heads. So I think it is changing but it's trusting the fact that we as women, we as people of color have unique stories to tell that I think can can do exactly what you're talking about, bring humanity to the surface. There's a great quote from Kimberly Jones that says, we, want, we don't want revenge, we want equality. If you look at women and how we work and how we talk, we could bring a peace to this planet that hasn't been here because the patriarch benefits from it not being that way. And again, that's the kind of questions and conversations you can have on Quantum Leap. When we did the show originally, we found our fans in chat rooms in, the, in 1990. And we went, wow, check out these people. It's like a water cooler. They get on after the show. They talk about what they like, what they don't like. And we had live engagement right after the show aired to hear what people liked, what they thought, um, where they were. But you know what? They did what we're not doing today. And you said it, Tony. They talked. And we have to get back to communicating with each other if we're ever going to evolve as a species. Amen. I agree. I totally agree. I'm preaching to the choir here. (laughs) You you are. You definitely are. (laughs) But, you know, whether I know people have been talking, whether or not Scott comes back, I don't know. I kind of like 
where he is right now in the Quantum Leap universe's character. And I look at this is Raymond's show and Raymond and Caitlin's show and the great Ernie Hudson and the rest of it. I mean, you know, talk about breaking yeah, ground. Amazing. You have a transgender non-binary character in the show. I mean, that is just- Jason Alexander Park. Yeah. And uh, boy, he's in this episode, he had some very key scenes about his character yes, that I really, really liked about oh, thank their, you. their character, I should say, correctly saying. Their character. I'm getting, I'm but, respecting that. Yeah. So I mean. I, you know, I feel and agree with you, Tony, in the sense that when the show abruptly ended, um, Don wanted to bring Sam home. And I said, you can't bring him home. And we got into it over it. And he said, what are you talking about? I said, you cannot bring him home. Because if you bring him home, the show ends. If you leave him out there, the show never ends. And that's why it stayed alive. And that's why people kept hoping that he would come home. I got letters from, a, from people, one in particular that was so fascinating. He said, I grew up, my parents and I watched the show. I was with my sister and my parents got a divorce. And I kept wishing Sam would leap into my family to put right what was, was going wrong. And I went, that's what you hope for as a creator in, in this, you know, film and television and games. And to, to, to have someone personalize that character for themselves. And I was so honored that they said that. Mm. Well, wow, that's wonderful. Thank you so much for taking time to talk to me. I have a a ton of respect for you and the work you do, and uh, especially in this playground that I love so well. So uh, best of luck to you. And I'm loving the season and that episode. I am totally on board with this version because that one spoke to my heart and it was such a wonderful episode. So thank you. Oh, thank you. And this will this will air. So I'm telling people tune in Monday night. February 27th, 10 p.m. Central and Pacific. I'm sorry, Eastern and Pacific and 9 p.m. Um, Central and Tuesday on Peacock. There you go. Oh, yeah. I and tell me your send me your tweet to us and um, tell me your favorite food and your okay. favorite. Okay, I will. I most certainly will. <laughs> All right. Thank Take you. Take care now. Quantum Leap episode airs on February 27th on NBC and the following day on Peacock a wonderful episode worth several views for sure. This is Tony Tolado.